0: Hey, Fellowship Family, it was great to be with you on Sunday and I felt like there was something that we talked about briefly that I wanted to talk about more. The subject I want to talk about is sanctification. I want to take us back to uh, Paul's words in verses 23 and 24 of chapter 5, and he says this, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. We can't ever go wrong praying for one another what Paul prayed for the churches he served. This is a prayer he is praying that this idea of sanctification would be true of this early church, which must mean that he would be hoping that this would be true of us. So let's talk for just a second about sanctification. I mentioned that it's the ongoing supernatural work of God to rescue justified sinners from the disease of sin and to conform them to the image of his Son, holy, Christ-like, and empowered to do good works. So at the heart of sanctification is a separation or being set apart, or we could say it's progressive disconnection from the ways of the world and a growing connection to the ways of God. So that's something that God is always doing in our lives as part of the gift of salvation. Now, where it differs from justification and glorification, the front end and the back end of eternal life, sanctification is a cooperative process. That means you and I are are actually participants. We're involved in the work that God is doing. And that work is a transformation with an outcome of holiness. Now, here's where it gets a little bit tricky. Paul prays for them to be sanctified completely. And as I mentioned on Sunday, some suggest that this can or even should be achieved at some point during our lifetime. It's interesting that Paul points elsewhere to the day of Jesus Christ being the moment when that work is completed, specifically Philippians 1.6. He says, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you, that's the reference to sanctification, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion when? At the day of Jesus Christ. So it seems better to me that we understand holiness as an aim prior to death and then as an arrival after death. You could think of it as there's a journey and there's a destination, rather than holiness being something that is a destination in this life, it's just the direction that we're taking as we're making our journey through this life. But there's hope that we are actually going to arrive at a place of holiness, and that arrival is going to be when we meet the Lord in the air, as Paul says in chapter 4, verse 17. That's when that arrival is going to take place. And that should serve as a means of hope for the day-to-day striving along in the midst of your journey. So kind of wrapping it all up, uh, Peter in uh, 1 Peter 1.16, he says, be holy as God is holy. Those are our marching orders. That's what we're called to do day in and day out, knowing that we'll do it imperfectly but we're trusting. I love these words, uh, Paul's words in 1 Thessalonians 5.24. This was the last verse we read at the very beginning. He says, he who calls you is faithful, he will surely do it. Let that be an encouragement to you today as you go after this beautiful calling of holiness within the beautiful gift of sanctification. If you're interested in hearing the message as a whole, if if you missed that or something, you can catch that online. But hope you have an awesome week and look forward to seeing you on Sunday.